Welcome in, everybody, back to another episode of Dom. That's true. As always, I am Truman Steen, one of your hosts, uh, Truman Steen, Steam Machine, found Twitch and Twitter by that name. As always, I'm joined by my very handsome co-host, Owen, Domination7 Dom. Owen, how are you doing? I'm chilling, Truman, both figuratively and literally, thanks to this polar vortex in the Midwest shit. and all over the United States. But, you no know, uh, joke, it's another, man. another day, uh, another new week. Let's get it. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been chillier for sure. It's not as, you know, I've been lucky. It's not as chilly right now. We're uh, down here down here in the uh, New Mexico, down here in the southwest. We're surviving. It's a uh, 37, you know, 6.30 p.m. So I can't really complain as much as you guys can. I know you guys are probably in the single digits right now, if I had to guess. Hold on, I can probably check it yeah, real quick. Like uh, I, I assume... I know Manhattan Manhattan is seven degrees right now. <laughs> Manhattan, Kansas is. Uh Denver. It's warmer in Denver than it is in Kansas City. Five degrees in Raytown, by the way. Uh just awful. Awful, awful weather. Uh very cold. Kind of affected some of my workouts, honestly. Uh we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we get to the health section of the podcast. Of course, this is the top health and hockey podcast on Twitch, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, anywhere you're looking for. Welcome in, uh, week uh, episode twenty three, I believe we uh, we talked about this. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be twenty three. That's what I'm gonna guess. You're gonna read the number, and we could be totally fucking wrong. Whenever you guys read it, uh, this could be episode twenty twenty four or twenty two. It's definitely not twenty two. I don't think. Eh, you know what? I've done plenty of embarrassing things in my life. It's fine. <laughs> my lucky number is twenty three. So of course it's very fitting that I forgot to unmute myself whenever we did the first intro. Uh, you know, nobody else, uh, had to, had to listen to it. Owen had to listen to me say exactly the same thing twice, but that is no problem because while we may not be on a lucky streak, the Islanders are, the Islanders are up, uh, up 2-0 when we started this, started this episode. They won yesterday, beat the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, we'll start off with uh, a little Isles week in review. And, and while, while you guys not might care as much about the Islanders, if you don't care much about hockey at all, we're going to make you guys Islanders fans. We're going to make you hockey and Islanders fans all at the same time, you know, because, because we have, we have ulterior motives when we're, when we're teaching you about hockey and it's to get more uh, Islanders fans to go to the bars and watch Islanders hockey with us. Yeah. We're, we're spreading, we're spreading it. And, uh, the Islanders right now are on a seven game point streak. Oh, and. What's a point streak? Well, Truman, in hockey, similar to soccer, they run off of a point system for standings. In hockey, you get zero points for a loss, two points for a win, and a single point for a loss in overtime, because as we discussed last episode, there are no ties in hockey. Of course, of course. So the Islanders have gotten either a point, either won a game or lost in overtime. Uh, for the past uh, seven total points, so that means, in the in this case for the Isles, that's three wins and an overtime loss. And knock on wood, it looks like they're heading towards hopefully another point here, which would be pretty pretty cool. They're up they're up two at the oh, two zero at the end of the second period right now. Just got to hold on. Hockey is only three periods. I don't know if we're uh, totally sure. Uh, everybody knows that. I don't know if we covered that in the first episode, but it's only three periods. That. That's why you call three them periods, not periods. quarters. Three quarters, yeah, for sure. Um. But, <laughs> you know, you get it, you get it. Uh, but yeah, that was a good one because you know, like because quarters means four. Should be like four quarters. Quarters, quarters, quarters means four. That's the joke. Uh, 
Yeah, so the Islanders are on a seven-game point streak. I believe they went overtime, overtime, win-win, overtime loss, win-win, or something along those lines. Win-win-win. I think there's been four games that they've won, and I think there's been three overtime losses. I think they started off with two. Yeah. Because we beat the... Because we beat the Rangers, the Bruins, and then the uh, the Sabers. Did we not lose yes. to an overtime to the Pens right before we beat the Bruins? I thought it was overtime loss to the Pens, then Bruins, then Sabers. Did I flip the Rangers game? I think you flipped those two, but I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty. You check it. 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 Oh no! You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I remember yeah, goes, stupid uh, things like Rangers. that. <laughs> Pens, then Bruins, then Sabres. You're mm, right. I'm interesting. Bad. I'm bad. Interesting. So, so yeah. So what the Islanders are on is a, a, a seven-game point streak. Last last year, I think they went on 16, 17, 18 games. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like it was the, a that crazy was, run. Tied the uh, franchise record, I believe. Right. Yeah. Or extended right. it. Right. Right. Yeah. The last time they had done it, they won the Stanley Cup. They did not win the Stanley Cup this year, but they still had a very good season. They had a great season. They're off to a off to a fine start now. They were off to kind of a bad start, honestly. And now they're off to a much better start. Uh, with the adjustment with this point streak it's that they've the been Sabres on, games got postponed. <laughs> yes, and what I so I want to talk about that. So the the Sabers are in the weird situation as to what the NHL is doing when a team gets hit with COVID. I believe the Sabers had something crazy like two weeks off. Yeah, they uh they had like nine or ten players test positive. They had nine total ready players uh at game time last week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the NHL was like, oh, no, we're just going to postpone your games. Probably the smart thing to do. Literally just abide by the CDC guidelines. Right. Um, it does suck for everybody else when they're going to have to cram games in. Yeah. But if you want to have a hockey season, that's a pretty smart thing from the NHL. Yeah, and I believe they had something else weird happen. They The Islanders just had three games switched on their schedule. The Caps game got switched from the middle of March to late to late April, and two games from late April got switched to the middle of March. So uh, keep your eyes. You know, I, I, I remember there was a fair amount of shuffling they had to do for the NFL season this year. I don't believe there was a day that they didn't play on this year for the first time ever. They played on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, of course, in the NFL, and I won't be they shocked. Played NFL, they played in an NFL. Oh, yes. They uh, played the Pittsburgh yeah. the Pittsburgh Ravens game on, on Wednesday, well, right? Aren't generally playoff games. In, on Saturdays as well, a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always some Saturday games, yeah, for sure. But, or or once college football season's over, they'll play a few games on Saturday as well. Uh, sure, once sure. the regular season of college football's over. Right. But, so watch some shuffling from the NHL. I just wanted to talk about that because, you know, I think it's, I think I just think it's very interesting when you have teams like that, uh, you know, as as opposed to like the NFL situation when there's uh, sometimes they're just like, well, that guy's not going to fucking play. You guys are still going to have to play. Uh, right, but the NHL is a little smarter, honestly. Hockey ro- hockey rosters are more akin to the you know the basketball level of rosters where they're much smaller. Right. And you know. It, right. And there's technically the same number of backups, but with the way that rotations and lines work in yeah. hockey, with so many more players playing. Right. Like, you know, your your backup defenseman is probably, you know, on your second or third line, mm-hmm. like, playing. Right. So. Yeah. So, 
yeah, so very interesting. Uh, just wanted to touch on that, that that's kind of what's going on there with the Buffalo Sabres and the Isles and the NHL and all that stuff. Uh, again, Isles off to a great start. Buffalo Sabres, weird COVID situation. And uh, they look rusty after a few weeks off in the middle of their season. Uh, dropped a dropped it to the Islanders 3-1 yesterday, down 2-0 going into the third period right now. Uh, let's talk about the rest of the NHL, Owen. Last week, we did the Eastern Division. Uh, we did a preview of it. We gave our favorite team in the conference, our favorite player in the conference. And I want to do that for the Scotia North Division, also known as the We the North Division, also known as Canadians. There's, it's just the Canadian Division this year. Again, these are not going to be your average divisions. Uh... Let's uh let's see if I can name all seven without looking at it. Hold on. Uh this this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be tough. Alright, alright, alright. Toronto, of course. Yep. Edmont Edmonton. Oh, sorry, Toronto Maple Leafs, Edmonton Oilers, Winnipeg Jets, Ottawa Senators, Vancouver Canucks. Yep. Oh, Two more. Fuck me. Seven. I'm at seven. Oh, Cal Calgary Flames. Yep. Cal and Calgary. And one more. Oh, shit, man. You're missing an obvious one. Oh, is it a classic? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, Montreal Canadiens. Yep. That, that would have be been funny if I got the entire Canadian division except for the Canadians. That would be very except funny. Except for, you know, the historically best team. That would be funny. Yes. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, they've had some tough years here lately, but... Yes. So, I mean, but they, they they still have like the most Stanley Cups by like fifteen, I think, Truman. They're like the Yankees of hockey. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so those are your seven teams in the, in the North Scotia North Division. That's your sponsor, the Scotia. Oh, it was Bank. Is it Scotia another Bank or is why, it Scotia? I think it's Scotia it's, Bank. I think right? it's Scotia Bank. Yeah. But uh, just another reason why hockey expansion is good, and we're gonna get uh, another team. Another team here. Seattle. Seattle next year. Uh, this way, is the only division with seven, right? Every every other division has eight. This team, this division yep. only has seven. Thirty-one teams in hockey. Which is why they added the Seattle Krakens. That team will go into one of the Western Conference divisions. Is I think. Kraken? I think that's going into Kraken. Kraken. I think it's going into the Pacific. I believe that's the light division right now. I believe that's where the Seattle Kraken will go in next year. That's a freaking sick name, dude. What a great yeah. That's name. an incredible that's a, name. Uh, that, Oh, the, awesome. Hockey's got a lot of really good mascots. It's like Vegas Golden Knights. That was a great. That was a great mascot out of nowhere. Yeah. And Seattle Kraken also and their another great very too. fun. What? The uh the, the Golden Knights logo. It's freaking sick. Hmm. You know, it's like the uh the the half helm with the V for Vegas, like making up the center of the thing. Oh yeah. Epic yeah. Design. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but. Let's actually get into the preview of the division. Owen, Owen, who's your favorite team in this division? Uh, one to win and one just if you had to cheer for one, you know? If you had to cheer for a Canadian uh, team. Yeah, so I think you just have to go with the Maple Leafs. Uh, they're the most put-together team. They're the most ready-to-win team out of all the Canadian teams. Uh, unfortunately, most of these Canadian teams are kind of garbo. Yeah. Um, uh, you can, this isn't like the, the, uh, the East Division where you know, a good team is going to miss the playoffs. I don't think a good team is going to miss the playoffs from the North. Yeah. Um, but if I was going to cheer for a team, uh, you know, being a relatively new hockey fan, I'm just going to go with the one that I think is the coolest and has the best logo, which would be uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, a very I fun think logo. Yeah. The, uh, the Canadian, you know, Air Force symbol with a jet over it, that's a maple leaf. I think that's pretty sick. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, what I, that's what I'm going for for my favorite team. 
Nice. I literally don't know anything about them, uh, their history, um, any of their players. But they got a cool logo, so that's, that's what I'm going for. Nice. Yeah, the, the Maple Leafs are obviously off to a very hot start. They're, uh, they're four points ahead of everybody else. They've played one game over their second-place opponents, so they could be only two points ahead of everybody else if it happens. Uh, but they've started out seven. They're se- sorry, uh, not started out, but in their last ten games, they're seven, one, and two. Of course, I mean seven wins, one one regular time loss, and two overtime losses. That is good. That is what we call very good. Uh, the Islanders are only four, three, and three. The Boston Bruins are actually eight, one, and one in their last ten. They're actually uh, the best last ten team in the league right now the Boston Bruins are uh but yeah this Maple Leafs team does look really well put together they've obviously got off to a hot start here they a lot of people were picking them to be the winner of this division uh you know just because honestly the Canadian division like Owen said great great analysis Owen uh but they just don't they don't have uh many good teams uh you know I had written down the Vancouver Canucks as a team to watch out for if this you know because obviously Toronto's gone on this crazy run, which is not really sustainable at seven one and two. But they're only four. Po- they're only up four points. But uh, the team that I had written down was the Vancouver Canucks, and they are not playing very well. They're three six and one in their last ten. But they are, you know, they do have that uh, playoff experience. They knocked off the defending champion Blues last year in the playoffs. They got uh, lost to the Knights in the quarterfinals. You know, made it to the final eight teams in the playoffs. Uh, nothing to shake your head at. So. You know they've got somewhat of veteran presence there in Vancouver. I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't be shocked if they made a bit of a rally there to kind of make a push. But uh, yeah, I mean at the end of the day, it's uh, you know it, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs Maple Leafs division to lose. And I make sure like that when you talk about the Maple Leafs, you don't say the Maple Leaves because it's L E A F S the Leafs. Just to be, I, just to be I always clear. forget about that. that You'll that's always, one of the things that they get really upset about. Mm, that's something that'll make you look like a not hockey fan in front of your hockey fan friends if you say the leaves. But what, what were you going to say? And I'd like to say? remind everybody that late pushes in the season are really possible just thanks to their overtime system. Right, it's like it's right. It's very unique in that wins aren't worth that much but are right. worth a lot at the same time. Yeah. So if you just rack up overtime losses, you can still make a, a decent pitch. Yeah, you can keep your, you can keep your head afloat. Uh, with some overtime losses, um, as we said, right? As we, it's not like soccer, you know, when when the when the wins are worth three more points than an overtime lo- or a draw. Sorry, right? But uh, they're only they're only worth double, you know. That's kind of honestly, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Slightly more games is slightly more games in soccer, and they make it they keep it interesting with their two one zero point system. Honestly, it kind of makes sense, you know. It's uh, you were you were you were right there, and it's. You know, it's kind of a console. It's kind of a consolation prize or a participation ribbon or whatever for being in overtime. Some people say it's a loser's mentality to be able to get a get half the points that it is for a win just to you know. But at the end of the day, it's a five minute overtime. That's not that's not traditional style. That right. it sucks to lose in, but you know you're playing three on three. You're not playing five on five. It's not really fair to call that like a normal overtime it's unlike any other overtime in any other sport <laughs> right. and yeah. it's incredible so but it makes sense that it's a little easier to lose it's a little less skill-based kind of stuff so i don't feel terrible about it um that being said who's your favorite player owen out of the north division yeah oh gosh um 
What I will tell you is that you are not allowed to pick John Tavares. As an Islanders fan, John Tavares was our captain for a long time. Uh, everybody was hoping that he would re-sign him, and he ended up going to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, his hometown team kind of broke all of our hearts. And then the, the Leafs haven't done shit in the playoffs, so fuck, fuck John Tavares. Uh-huh, get so, uh, but that being said, Owen, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brendan Gallagher uh, Ooh, from okay. the Canadians. Interesting. He's just okay. a, uh, he's our best attacking player uh, on a hot team right now. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, in his last game against mm-hmm. uh, the Maple Leafs, he had a goal and assist uh, and five shots on goal. Uh, by the way, the rest of his team combined for like, uh, I believe, 20. So uh, taking a quarter of the team shots, certainly nothing to bat your eyes at. And that's mm-hmm. uh, why he's uh, up there the Yeah. Uh, I probably, you know, the layup here is Connor McDavid. Uh, one of the best young players in the game, probably the best young player in the game, uh, wins the, uh, NHL equivalent of the MVP trophy pretty much every, every year. He's always in the talk. At least he's, you know, just a great player goes out there, plays really good hockey, plays really well. He's just so dang good. Uh, somebody to watch out for though is, uh, Former Penguins goaltender Matt Murray did get signed by the Ottawa Senators in the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> you always like to – you always got to jive the goalies just a bit. And uh, jib, job, jab, jab, jive? I don't know. Something. You gotta I, think it's, I think it's jib. Give them a hard time. Well, that's, I think I like the cut of your jib. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, what I – but Matt – Matt Murray, uh, former really good goaltender for the Penguins now on the uh, Ottawa Senators. Uh, you know, somebody to watch out for. But, yeah, I'd have to say my favorite player in the, in the, in the division has got to be Connor McDavid for sure. Uh, just just hard hard to pass up on him. Obvi- it's, it's, it's like saying, you know, Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin in the Eastern Division, I'm sure. But, you know, come on. I mean, it's Connor McDavid. It's, he's so good. Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, who's your favorite quarterback in the AFC West? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. It's like, it's... There's, there should, there's kind of an obvious answer. Who's the best one, so... Right, right. Uh, well, that kind of, I guess, does it for... We'll get into more hockey. We need to move these segments up, actually. So let's actually do this now. I realize that these are out of place when thinking mm. about how we're doing this. Owen, uh, can you give me your hockey term of the week? Yeah, so I was gonna discuss something a little bit different, but I decided to change my mind when I had a, uh, when I spoke earlier this uh, show, and I'm mm-hmm. actually gonna discuss the term lines. So a lot of people don't know what I mean. Was like say first line, second line, third line, and fourth line. It's a little bit confusing if you don't uh, watch hockey or have very much experience. So hockey um, is actually one of the most uh, stressful in terms of stress on your body sports. Um, in, in all of sports, which is why you only spend around a minute and a half uh, to two minutes on the ice at a time. And they do this in rotations called lines. Hockey has open substitution as long as uh, you keep only five players on the ice. And so to uh, account for this and keeping all their players fresh, they make basically four teams, the first, second, third, and fourth lines, to go and skate. And generally, your first line is the best line, but is your is your top players. But they try to make all of the lines competitive and have at least one kind of star-ish player per line to, to keep it uh, interesting and to uh, 
make sure that if your fourth line or which would basically be your quote worst you know lineup of five guys went against their first line or your second against their fourth there wouldn't be some crazy mismatch right um, right and so and so that's what a line is in hockey it's just a rotation of five players that are that practice together um the practice in practice together playing together um for game time and it's just a general rotation term interesting interesting all right, cool. Uh, so that's hockey ter- Owen's hockey term of the week. Lines. Something to know. Something to make you sound a little more intelligent. Uh, my hockey, Steen's hockey strategy of the week is I'm giving you guys the uh, strategy known as, the strategy to the things known as power plays. Uh, I guess this is kind of also a term. I think we're going to double dip a bit here. We'll have to see if we keep on going That's on with fine. strategy in terms. I'm going to run out of strategy, strategies quickly. Uh, <laughs> or maybe we'll get more in-depth on strategies. Maybe I'll have to learn more about actual hockey strategies. Um, oh, man. But uh, we'll teach you about power plays this week. Uh, power play happens when a team has a major penalty. or uh, Sorry, a uh, has any sort of penalty. Uh, whether it be minor or major, minor means two minutes. Major means five minutes. It can happen for any normal, any any amount of things. Uh, Owen probably will cover some of these terms later on the season: slashing, hooking, tripping, uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, but uh, things like things like uh, offsides or uh, icing or other things, Owen will also teach you about later in the year. Uh, yeah, are also are also. Uh, they're, those are stoppages. They're not penalties per se, and it leads to faceoffs. But a penalty means that the team takes that player who committed the penalty off the ice, uh, and they get to play at a man advantage. Normally, uh, normally a man advantage, and is referred to as a power play. Uh, this is typically five v four, although it can become five v three or five v two or five v one. If it, if it gets really, I don't think it becomes five five v one, but. Uh, it can become five v three if there's uh, two players on the team that commit a penalty or things like some things of those nature. Uh, and overtime, when you're playing three v three, if there's a penalty that happens, that becomes a four v three. They don't make it three v two. That's not really fair. They make it four v three for uh, overtime uh, during a power play. Uh, so think yellow and red card in soccer. Right. A yellow card would be a minor. That's a two minute two minute penalty. A red yep. card would be a major. Uh, sometimes we'll get you kicked out of the game. I guess it's not it's not quite like a red card because it don't wasn't won't right. always get kicked out of the game, but it will get right. you uh, not in the game as much for five minutes at least. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. You will be removed from the game for five minutes. But like if somebody fights, those aren't like normally that's a double major or a double minor. They normally just make both of those guys go sit in a box for five minutes. And during fighting day, if they send both of them to the box, you'll play five on five. They don't. They don't really give a shit about that. Yeah, that's that. I love that about a hockey. Agent. They they encourage the the team rally spirit of yeah. <laughs> of fighting. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh. But yeah, that's essentially that's essentially it. Um. Let's talk about. Uh, our health stuff, Owen. That uh, that'll do it for the hockey stuff. You know, we kind of cruised through it this week. Uh, we'll probably get to talk more and more ho- about hockey as we get going, and you know, we get out of these previews, and you guys have a a, a firmer base of knowledge, hopefully, that we've instilled and we can start on you. Talk about more storylines. 
And of course, you can always ask us more questions. Uh, tweet at us, uh, text us, Snapchat us, do anything. And, you know, we'll try to cover it on the podcast. We'll get to it. Yeah, of course. We know a lot of people who listen personally at this point. Uh, you know, it's kind of nice at the, to have that. And so if you do end up with hockey questions, let us know. Uh, so let's talk about our health stuff. Of course, uh, if you've been following me and Owen on Twitter, we have been jibing jabbing whatever jibing whatever we are i don't even know where i don't know where my headspace is at we have been talking uh crap to each other in a very friendly way uh about our weight loss challenge using the hashtag dttbt if you want to uh follow along uh post your progress post things you're doing uh let us know how you're doing let us you know and and to see what we're saying to see it's 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 nice and collected everything that we're shit talking everything going on with it is nice and collected, and that hashtag of DTTBT. For Dom, that's the biggest truser. Uh, Owen, let's talk about some health stuff. How's your weight loss going, bud? How's it going? Sure. It, it's going all right. Um, you know, it's only been a week, obviously, so nothing too major. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been, been making some dietary changes, trying to really look at my calories a little bit more, uh, yeah. drink a lot less soda, which is Ooh. my biggest crutch. Me too. Um, as you know, I'm a guy who loves to drink soda mm-hmm. uh i've been mm-hmm. working out uh trying to work out around four to five times a week um you just really get it start getting into a schedule yeah um, yeah but yeah nothing too specific been doing some ab workouts uh using my pull-up bar ooh, uh use a couple of dumbbells you know as you do yeah um but nothing nothing too crazy yet um i'll keep you updated if i do anything too too nuts but i know i know you were sh- i know you were shit talking to me earlier in the week i know you i know you hit that two percent mark you might not still be at it but i know you hit it at one point there uh, i did hit it i did it hit it. A, i don't i'm honestly had, had, I had a big trip myself. had a big trip to the bathroom real quick and then yeah uh but yeah you know i i saw that you've uh already got got your big one percent already down so yeah i think i think we've lost about the same amount of weight it's just uh you know obviously we're doing it by percentages and uh because that's the right thing to do and uh yeah so i i think i think i might be might have lost equal to or maybe a little over the amount you've lost but i'm at i'm sitting at uh i think about a 1.33 percent right now not bad Uh, for for sure no not bad at all i think the thing about it is that we are shooting overall you know again like we said 10 percent would be good to hit 15% would be incredible to hit 20% would be unbelievable right for me you want to lose like 10 to 15 well, and yeah, no I more because you'll, you'll get if, unhealthy if i if i continue on this you know uh just working out i think i'll end up going the other direction and right. just put on pounds of of, of muscle, of muscle. right right but uh which would make me lose the challenge ingeniously by you great plan smart great smart, plan. smart always a step ahead bill dipperly <laughs> uh but the thing about that is that you know at the end of the day this weight loss challenge is five months long we're doing you know month month check-ins and when we think about you know 10 percent right. is the goal during five months you know if we're at two percent now that's great you know because you want to be at about two percent every month you know and you know hopefully two to three percent uh, sometimes it's hard to think large scale about these things. I think sometimes you get caught up in immediate results and things like that. And you're thinking, God, man, I wish I could just lose that 10% already. And you know, why haven't I lost that? But at the end of the day, you know, a half a percent a week is, is right on where you need to be. And, you know, so I think taking it in stride with that. And I think that's where you get discouraged sometimes is that it's, is I, I think it's, I think you, once you start it for a bit, once you start being healthy, you'll lose one to 2% almost immediately like we're learning and then it's it's until you hit like seven eight percent 
where you're really seeing those big differences and you're really like, holy shit, you know, I've lost this much. That's incredible. You know, I think when you're, I think, I think the grind is right in that 3% to 8% because during that time you're like, God, it's just so, you know, you feel so slow and that's when you got to stay with it and stick with it and be able to do it. And we're not quite there yet. And, but, but I was just saying while we're at the 2% now, you know, you got to celebrate the little things. And obviously we're shooting for your birthday as the, as the first way yep. in. And that's still a month and a week away, essentially of a little yeah, a a week, and, a, a month and almost two weeks, about a month and a half, honestly. And, uh, I think that's hard to, uh, keep, you know, laser focused on is that it, it isn't all going to fall off immediately. And, uh, right. but a one to 2% start here on the first week. Incredible. Great start. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk, you know, let's talk some other things here. Uh, Oh shoot. Uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> sorry. My discord went crazy. Uh, you already mentioned some workouts that you did. I guess I also, uh, you know, I got, I was actually back in the office for a fair amount of the time last week. We talked about this, I think, uh, maybe even on the podcast, but it honestly helped. What it did was it reset my sleep schedule and, uh, it reset my sleep schedule and I was able to, uh, like be able to work out and, uh, in the mornings and get these like half hour workouts in, you know, 45 minutes. And while those, you know, aren't you know, world beaters, I'm not losing 600, 700 calories like I can when I go for an hour and a half hike. Uh, it's just a nice way to start off your day. And I think a good way to start off healthily. And, uh, I'm a big, uh, go outside and workout kind of guy. I'm a big, if, if, if it's cardio, I've got to be doing something for the cardio. I'm not a big run on the treadmill guy. Yeah. And I think treadmills, I think if I remember correctly, are a little harder on uh, bigger people's knees per se. And, uh, I've heard that treadmills just suck in general. That's why ellipticals exist. Right. Ellipt- yeah, I'm a big elliptical guy. Uh, my workout place here at the apartments don't have an elliptical. They also, it's like, it's it's closed, but like it, it there's no reason why it's closed. I've got to go yell at the, i got to go put on my inner Karen, my Karen wig and go yell at, yell at the apartment people this week and figure out why the, why the gym isn't open. Because I, it was like maintenance uh, February 4th and 5th. And I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, that makes sense why it's not open. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, when I was looking at it, it was like February 12th. And I'm like, what? What? It's <laughs> like, why is this not? Uh, but that being said, I'm a big, I'm a big out, outdoor workouts guy. I've been, you know, working out on the patio. Uh, but the cold, the cold's really, really hurt me there. I think that's been, that's been, oh, a, yeah. that's been a big tough spot is, uh, this cold snap that we've had this this polar vortex came through and while of course it's not as cold here as it is there where you guys are literally if you go outside to work out you will you could possibly die uh you know it was in the it was in the teens you know these past few mornings so i haven't really gotten up and grinded uh as much this week but uh i think it's warmed up a bit you know like i said it's 37 degrees right now hopefully uh it'll be like the 30s or the or the 20s or the 30s tomorrow morning i'll be able to get back to it uh, but yeah, the morning workouts, incredible, just a great way. Cause like it's, you don't dread it for the rest of the day, right? You've worked out, you, you work out before you could dread working out. That's the best part about actually, working out in the morning. I actually work out the opposite way. I like to work out at night. That's what I always did in college because nobody was ever, because nobody was hitting me up at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday to go do shit. You know, it's like, right, right, and the gyms were never packed. It was the best time to go work out. And I like to work out at night just because, uh, one, 
I'm a nighttime guy as it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's harder for me to wake up real early. And yeah. I like to get my sleep. And two, I think that if you know, like you said, it, I think it's actually a little bit harder to force yourself to work out. At, you know, you you go to work, you you get tired from your day, and you're like, man, I gotta work out now. But yeah. I feel like that by forcing myself to do that and stick to that schedule, that you know, once I you know move a little bit, once I move houses and get a little bit closer to my job, that I'm gonna be able to you know work out in the morning, and it's gonna be a lot easier to get myself in a rhythm of waking up and doing it if I can already do the much more difficult thing, force myself out to, to work out after all my stuff. Right. So that, that's just what my mindset where I'm at right now. Nice. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. I uh, I like it. It's good. Uh, well, that being said, uh, I think, I think we've kind of already touched on these, but just to make sure that we do get to touch on these and make sure that we've got it done. Uh, you got some success, some success stories this week, some tougher spots where you struggled, where you really succeeded. What do you got? What do you got for me? Um, I mean, after a week, nothing too crazy. Um, but I would like to say that I've been successful in really focusing. I know that we talked, uh, off air last week about fueling a ferrari and you know yeah for us we're not exactly ferraris yet so we don't need super high quality fuel but we sh but there's no reason we can't be put a little bit of premium in our gas tank and right you know right. eat a little bit healthier so i've just been yeah making a uh, smaller you know dietary changes put cleaner stuff in uh, mm -hmm. more lean meats uh less carbs um yeah just you know less fat just trying to put you know small dietary things drinking a lot more water drinking a lot less soda you know, just yeah. small things that are, that are going to, you know, pile up in the long run and hopefully kick start this run for, uh, off for the better. Yeah, I, I've heard that water is one of the bigger things that you never think about. I've heard, you know, water can just make you feel so much better. Uh, it literally can't make yeah. you feel worse drinking more water unless you're allergic to weird things. But, uh, yeah, I did or have a little... five gallons and literally drown, but... Well, yeah, I guess that's always an option. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it's... Uh, I, I, I like... Uh, I had, with with it being cold, I just had I, I did get a burger meal today with a soda, so that was a that was a little tougher to spot. But I did say no to Dairy Queen. My roommate asked me afterwards. Hell so. yeah, baby! He's like, you there want you, you, you want Dairy Queen or are you still being healthy? I was like, oh, I'm still being healthy, I guess. Well, I mean, this is something I talked about last week. If you know, for me, I ate out, you know, probably four to five times a week, whether it's you know out yeah. for lunch or with the fam. And, Right. You know, you can make progress, cut that down to, you know, one or two times a week. And mm -hmm. so and that's I think that's one important uh, thing that's important about a like a lifestyle change is that, you know, it doesn't have to be cold turkey, cut out everything. Yeah, it, it can be a gradual decrease. And then by the right. time you're eating out only, you know, zero to one times a week, it's going to be the new normal. And you won't even notice that you're, you're not eating out that much. Anymore. Right. Yeah. I think I had gone through that a few weeks ago. And of course I live on my own. So I, I had a little bit of a different, uh, like it's easier to cook dinner when you're cooking for more than one person. I think it's harder when it's single portions, it's a little bit more right. of a struggle at times. And so for a while there, I wasn't necessarily overeating a ton, but I was eating, I ate out. I counted, it was like 10 or 11 times. It was, it was gross. It was insane. And I was like, okay, cut that in half four to five, you know, well, try to keep it in that range. 
And then I, I think I drank like 24 ounces of soda. Again, just an absolute ridiculous amount of soda. Very, just gross, you know. That's basically every time you go out there just getting a 32-ounce soda, which I was like, you know, there's just no need for 32 ounces of soda is what I realized. Also, right. once I cut back, you know, I cut that in half. I went 120, and now I'm down to about 100 ounces, and I'm cutting it even further back. But it's just, yeah, it, it, nothing has to be cold turkey, and cold turkey isn't a way to make things last forever. It's, you could do it. it. You you can see results, but it's a lot. It, it's going to be a lot harder for you in the long run to keep it off if because you're just going from all soda to none. It's going to be a lot harder for you to feel like you're you know it's normal. Right, right. And so it isn't about cold turkey cutting it out. It's like you know there's certainly a world where if I would have eaten better throughout the day if I had you know a nice salmon and veggie lunch like I might have tomorrow. Uh, if I would have had that instead and then, you know, we're talking here and then my roommate hits me up with a, Hey, you want a blizzard? Then I'd be like, hell yeah, I want a blizzard. But you know, it's, you know, it's not always cutting those things out. It's not, I'll never have a blizzard or ice cream ever again. It's just, yeah, you know, I got to think about it. I got to, I got to plan it more. I got to know when that's coming. It's less spontaneous kind of food trips. You know what I'm saying? And it's more, more planned out kind of things where you're like, well, if I'm going to eat terribly, if I'm going to go have a 1300 burger meal, I better only have. You know, I better cut down, cut down breakfast. Uh, try to keep that within three to four hundred calories, yep. and, and know that, uh, and know that I should be eating that burger meal kind of later, where I don't get uh, hungry for a big dinner either. You know, it's it's about it's it's it just takes planning, and I think that's the hardest part is is that a lot of people just don't have time to plan it, man, and it's tough. Yep. It's super hard to do. Uh, well, it's not super hard to do. You know, there's there's apps and stuff to help you track it, but yeah, it's certainly it, just, it takes a lot more effort than you know what you're normally used to. Right. Like for me, you know, like especially in college, I know that we did this all the time. It's like, oh hey man, it's dinner time. Oh, I guess I'll just order some Jimmy John's. Yep. It, yes. Yeah. It's real. It's a lot easier to click a couple buttons on Jimmy John's and get a sandwich mm -hmm. than it is to say, hey, you know, I want to make. You know, I'm gonna go cook some pasta for myself. I'm gonna go to the store, gonna grab some pasta. You know. Yeah. Right. Just it just takes a little bit more effort. It's not impossible. It just it's a, so much easier just to order food, and that's why you know it's a it's a progress. Right, and it's it's a focus and thing like that. I I know that we both kind of I think struggle a little bit from uh, some amount of attention deficit disorders of uh. sorts. And there is some, some amount of link between, you know, uh, being able to focus and keep your progress and things, you know, you just get bored or you just, you have a lapse of mind or you let time slip away from you. And that half hour that you, that half hour that you had set aside to cook dinner, now it's 10 minutes because you were scrolling Twitter for 20 minutes and you just wasted your time. And, uh, so it's, you know, it's kind of stuff like that at times that you've got to watch out for. And, yep. uh, you know, so, but the working out and things like that, planning goes a long way. yeah, but working out and things like that can also help kind of curve that stuff. It helps you get in yep. a better mental state, helps you get a little more focused and being focused about stuff like that. You know, it starts in one place and again, physical health can impact mental health in a, in a great way also, but yeah, unless you look at it unhealthily says, and then it can, you know, go, go the other way. What were you saying? Right. It's, something my dad always says is it's a lot easier to, to plan your time when you've got a full schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true too. Yeah, if you know you're doing this at two thirty and this at three thirty and this at four thirty, it's a lot easier to go. Hey, I have all these things. You know, I don't really have 
time elsewhere to, you know, screw around. It's a lot easier to, you know, mm -hmm. procrastinate on making dinner if you've got five hours to do it. A lot right. harder to procrastinate on dinner when you've got 45 minutes. Yeah, or sometimes, or, you know, we had that in school, you know, it's like, yeah, you got 45 minutes free and you're like, man, do I really want to study for 45 minutes or I'd rather just play a game of CSGO? Right, <laughs> you exactly. Know, or uh, things like that. But, yeah, so, you know, again, there's some success there. There's some tougher spots there, you know. Not everything's going to be success, success, success. It's just knowing that nothing sinks it. Nothing, you know, don't let anything just be like, oh, you're, you know, that's done, you know. Uh, right. I'm, I'm screwed. I'll never, I'll never recover from this. There's always recovering from it. There's always, you know, things to do. Uh, you're never sunk. Especially... In the Dom, that's the biggest truiser because there's always time of to catch course. up. Five months, come on. Five months, 10%. Easy. Uh, so let's uh, kind of wrap up stuff here. Uh, we did the hockey stuff. We did, we've done the health stuff. Let's uh, get into our top five of the week. And uh, Oh, and you. I don't know if you ever put this out there. On, I don't know if I want to put this oh, out there. Oh, you're good. No, okay. I'm oh, and you are Catholic. Uh, I am, yeah. Uh, I am not Catholic. But I always think that Lent's always a fun little thing to kind of uh, observe or kind of look at and think, you know, is there something, you know, while it's, it's, it's a lot like a lot of Christianity's values in a way is that some of them used in the right way are, you know, a guide, uh, just a, a good guide to follow, you know, a good, a, 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 a be a good person, a lot of it is. And right. Lent's kind of yeah. one of those things where it's like, yeah, some people take it as, you know, sacrificing for uh, their Lord Savior or whatever, but, or whatever, sorry. Uh, but, uh, you know, or some people just look at it as cutting bad things out. And I think Lent is an opportunity to look at something that you have bad going on in your life or that you have a bad habit that you're doing and, uh, cut it out for, you know, 40 days or whatever. And so our top five of the week, and, uh, maybe we'll talk about, maybe, maybe if you've decided, I know you were discussing something that you might cut out, but it seemed pretty major, seemed pretty big for 40 days. Uh, but, uh, top five of the week of things to give up for Lent, Owen, what's your top sure. five? So, so I'm just going to go with things that I've done in the past, um, that I think, mm -hmm. uh, are good options for me. Uh, as you know, I like to swear a lot. So I like trying Ooh. to give up swearing. Ooh, you know, I know okay. that as okay. you enter a more professional atmosphere, I, I can tell you that the professional atmosphere I'm in on in right now encourages swearing so you know this is not really one that i need to give uh give up on <laughs> give two shits uh, about but that. i have in the i have in the past uh it's, i mean I, I think it's healthy behavior to practice you know not saying swear words every single sentence right um at number four i got french fries uh they're just really they're kind of bad for your health i absolutely love french fries they're so good they're just uh, incredible but if you cut them out you could see some pretty uh drastic changes in your health uh number three chocolate uh everybody loves chocolate and you'll notice a theme these are all things that are difficult to give up and i think that you know it's easy to say i'm going to give up garden salsa sun chips for lent <laughs> yeah and then just eat all the other flavors i think it's a lot right no more difficult if you give up entire groups of things like fries and chocolate Right. Uh, number two, one is uh, my frequent go-to for Lent. Uh, it always helps my mental health and my physical well-being, and that is soda. I give that up almost every time for Lent just because I love soda so much. And it's uh, it, it might not seem hard, but, you know, Truman uh, has, you know, lived basically lived with me for the last, you know, uh, 
four years-ish, and he's seen the amount of soda I drink. I do like me some soda. I am one been known to buy soda that's off-brand just because it becomes in 48 packs instead of 24 packs. So, yeah. have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's just a good one. And uh, number Thunder. one, just Mountain and my Lightning. number one, Dr. Thunder. Mountain put some Lightning. respect on Dr. Thunder. Uh, Dr. Put Thunder some, is, put some is good. Put some respect good. on Dr. Is good. Thunder. Is um, but for number one, I'm just fast food in general. Uh, you know, I might be a scrub, but I am going to try to give up all fast food for Lent. I am going to try to do that. I might default just going back to soda. Uh, if you know, I don't have enough time or anything, but that's a mm-hmm. loser excuse, right? Uh, I'm going to try to go for it. I think it's really going to help out with my, you know, DTTBT. So uh, I'm going to go for it. And I think, uh, number one, give up all your fast food. It's super hard. Uh, I know it's, it's not easy. It won't be an easy transition, but mm-hmm. I'll bet I'll see some uh, changes in my physical health if I do it. So might, might become, that's my list. might become a better cook, honestly. Which is important because I suck at cooking. I'm so bad. I'm garbage. Probably the worst 23-year-old cook you've ever seen. I mean, I can cook pasta and stuff, but damn, dude, I'm like a child when it comes to culinary knowledge. So, you know, that, that's a good reminder, Truman, and that's that's actually going to push me over. I'm, I'm committing now. i got to be a better cook, dude. I can barely grill burgers. Now, something I would, now, something I would recommend for you is something I did – is that if I'm going to go, go, like, if I'm in a pinch and I'm just like, hey, dude, I'm going to go get a salad. I wouldn't count salads as fast food. If, if you have to go to Chipotle and order a 400, 500-calorie oh, salad, I wouldn't. Yeah, no. I would, I would be like, okay, I'm in a pinch. I'm going to order a salad. I think that's a nice little I, compromise on things like that. Because right, it's, I mean, it still captures what you're aiming for, you know. Right, especially for Chipotle in particular. Yeah. I would stay away from the McDonald's salads. A lot worse for you. Um, right. But... I mean, in the essence of fast food, we know what I mean. You know, burgers. Right, right. You know, chicken tenders, french fries. <sighs> you know, all the that delicious stuff, stuff that stuff. I absolutely love eating. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's healthy options at places. You know, if you're choosing healthy options at fast food restaurants, I'm not, I wouldn't like to say, hey, you're eating, you know, yeah, uh, right. A side salad from Wendy's. Oh, get him, boys. Right. Well, it's Dean Roller in chat ask, uh, is Chipotle fast food? Uh, not quite. I would call it a fat. It's a fast casual. We we go through this debate uh, a lot with like uh, Five Guys. It's like, a f- is Five Guys fast food? Mm, sort of. You know, it's <laughs> it doesn't have a drive through technically, so maybe not. But it's still, you know, you're still ordering it pretty fast and it's fried and it all comes out so quick and i think you fall and i think it's easy to fall into a chipotle trap too where you go oh i'm just getting a bowl you know and you get rice beans meat sour cream cheese lettuce tomatoes right side of chips because you didn't order the tortilla and now you're looking at a 1200 calorie meal and then so yeah, that, that's why that's something it's like about chipotle that's how they get you it's like if you stick with you know rice beans meat like you know that's that's decently low calorie as long right. as you don't get a burrito yeah still it's six six seven hundred che- yeah right it's, it's when you start adding the cheese sour cream guac that right it's just easy calories to come up on out of you on you out of nowhere right and that's one of those where honestly i don't taste the rice that much when i order chipotle so i've started switching to doing salads instead they give you a, a little they call it their super greens mix or yeah. also if you do uh a uh 
like if you do the cauliflower rice, that's only 20 calories as opposed to like their 150 uh, calorie uh, rice as well. Uh, also, Owen, Owen, this is a good question. Does it count all restaurants or are we just counting fast food? Like, so if you end up going to order well, something I mean, like that at a Mexican restaurant. Right. I mean, admittedly, I'm going to try to not eat at restaurants like at all. Right. So I, I think I would include that. I, but I think it's one of those things up. where it's a personal thing. You know, it's not it's not a professional thing. It's it's a personal thing. I right. will know that I have cheated and got around on myself and will feel bad about it if I was to go right. eat a, a cheesy big old burrito because I was like, well, it's better than going to fast food. Because deep down, we know it's not better than going to fast food, right? Right. I mean, and I mean, but like you could go to a sit down restaurant as as well as a fast casual place and get a healthy option. Also like, true. That's also true. Like you can get like, did you know that, for example, Applebee's has like a 400 calorie meal because it's like yeah. salmon and your choice of grilled vegetables. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can eat healthy at all these restaurants. But, you know, mm-hmm. and I personally would be like, yeah, that doesn't count as fast food. Sure. Right. But it's, it's like it's just. Basically choosing healthy options. You know right. the sentiment. Right, is. right, right. Don't cheat. Don't cheat around yourself trying to be healthy, is really a thing here. Uh, yeah, and Beamish points out that uh, that they do have a whole section of the of the menu dedicated to that. It isn't just like one or two meals. They've got a, a lot of menus. A lot of places yeah, do is. now, and I think that's one of those things that you don't notice when you're not eating healthy. Is you're like, man, I don't think there's any options for me here. And then you go and you're like, holy shit, there's a fair amount. Yeah, of they always now. have low calorie options, dude. Thanks. They need to get that oh. vegan money too. Thanks, Michelle Obama. I guess. Uh, but <laughs> actually, thanks, Michelle actually, Obama. Thanks. All right, so uh, run me back through your five again, real quick, Owen. Yeah. So uh, swearing, fries, chocolate, soda, and then fast food in general. Nice. Nice. Uh, for my five, uh, things that people give up for Lent. Again, as, as we mentioned, I am not Catholic, so I do not really give things up for Lent. But again, I think it's a nice little sentiment to do things like that. Um, what I will tell you, uh, is I haven't given up any of these things ever. I don't think maybe one of them I tried, but let's get into it. Number five is smoking. I've never smoked in my life, but I think people, I I think sometimes you, uh, I, I think smoking's a little harder to do because it's so addicting. Uh, which is why I never started. Never started smoking. Don't intend to ever start smoking. Uh, don't smoke, kids. Uh, <laughs> as any smoker will tell you, don't smoke. That's true. I've never, I've never talked to a smoker who said do it, kid. <laughs> yeah, come on, take this cig. Yeah, right. Uh, number four is drinking. I know I've known some people that are like, you know, I'm not going to drink for four, for 40 days or whatever, you know, yeah. just to kind of clear myself out, uh, regain a tolerance, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, and I guess smoking number five, I guess that could, that could go to many things for some people. Uh, right, right. but number four, yeah. Drinking is one that I, people give up. Uh, number three is one that you already mentioned, Owen, chocolate. Chocolate was yeah, one, one that people, uh, give up a fair amount. And it's it's tough. Chocolate is really good. I think I you know I think I've got five things of chocolate within my reach right now. Uh, number two is meat. That's something that sometimes people give up. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. tough. Uh, I did a pescatarian August this last this last year. Did you know that? Did I tell you about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I just was... I just ate fish for a whole month. It was actually pretty I was good. I'm jealous because I love salmon. So it's really eye opening. I mean, uh, Kroger. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they have Kroger's in KC, right? Like the shop? They have Kroger brand stuff. Really? Where do they sell it? 
I, I think they sell it at like Hy-Vee. I think Hy-Vee carries Kroger. Weird. Yeah, because Kroger, it's it's everywhere around Kansas City except Kansas City. Right. You, you can go to a Smith's or a Dillon's or a, you know, King Supers, I think is what it's called in Denver. Uh, huh. But uh, Smith's, which is the Kroger store here, has uh, like uh, salmon flakes, like two pounds of salmon. Uh, they they freeze them in four ounce package of, in four ounce fillets. Yeah. It's two pounds worth yeah. of it, and they sell it for you know eleven dollars, eleven twelve dollars. Let me see if I have some in the fridge. Right, in the freezer. There. Oh yeah, we've we've talked about this. We've talked about the freezer. Uh, Owen uh, has said that it is just meat in the freezer. Uh, I had somebody ask me what's in the freezer. Well, I mean, it's like normal stuff. normal freezer stuff. Uh, no bodies that he can mention on stream for sure. Um, yeah, Boom. Yeah, right there. What are you talking about? Yeah, pretty much, essentially. What size are the yeah. fillets? What size are the fillets? Probably four ounces, I'd have to assume. Uh, Maybe eight ounces. Six to eight ounces. Six to eight ounces. Yeah, that's a pretty so, common yeah. serving of salmon fillets. But things like that are super easy and help a lot. You know, you just defrost one. Uh, you defrost two, or one or two, and then you've got yourself yeah. a meal, and you put it put on a bed of veggies. Fucking and salmon's done. just delicious. Yeah, I, I've really came around on salmon, cooked salmon, uh, cod, cooked cod, really, really good too. Uh, I grew up with a fisherman for a grandfather who would go and catch the lake limit in Missouri, and you can take them home. He'd bring home Ooh. a fresh crappie, and they would go and carve it up in the garage, and you have, Ooh. we'd have fresh fish full, uh, fry outs, you know, a few, Ooh. a couple times, a couple Ooh. times a summer, fish fry. a couple times, a couple times a summer, and it was incredible. And that, and fresh fish is just hard to beat. Really good yeah. cooked fresh fish is so dang good. It's just hard to beat. Uh, There's a million ways to cook a trout too. Yeah. So, and, and honestly, that pescetarian August has uh, led to me just kind of decreasing my red meat consumption a lot. I learned, you know, I learned that all, meat alternatives really weren't that bad. Uh, impossible Whoppers, uh, you know, Beyond Meat, things like that. Honestly, not that bad. Uh, all right. It's not a forever. I don't think it's a permanent alternative for me. Like, I don't think I could ever make the full switch unless I had to for my health or something like that. But I will tell you that it's it's not it's not an awful switch and it can help uh, decrease your cholesterol and things like that. Uh, see, a lot go. of seafoods have good cholesterol that helps. Uh, so, I will tell you that. Uh, and number one, and I think this is the one I'm gonna give up. I think I'm gonna pull an Owen Dom special. Ooh. And I think I'm gonna give up soda, starting on Wednesday, right? Wednesday's the day. Yeah. You guys yeah, gotta, fun. you guys, you Catholics gotta go get ashed. Oh shit, that's tomorrow. Oh fuck me. Yeah. I think I'll have one more tomorrow. I think that'll be my last one. I've got, a, I've still got a watermelon Mountain Dew sitting in the fridge. So I think I'm gonna finish that yeah. one off, and I think that'll be the last soda, uh, for forty for I, forty days. We'll I'll tell you, you'll feel good, man. You really will. Right, and I think there's what. What do you guys rest on Sundays? So maybe every 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 now and again, maybe on a Sunday, I think so. I'll, I'll do something I, like that. My personal nuclear family has never done that. Right. I know that but some I think people that's, do. Yeah. Do like a small break day. Yeah. Uh, I've heard. But I personally have never done that. I just right. commit to the whole 40. But I can definitely understand uh, the people who do the, uh, the holy neighborhood. Right. I certainly admire you giving up fast food. Uh, but we run a little podcast on Mondays called Grub Buds, where we essentially just review <laughs> fast food items. So I don't think I could. Well, I, could really I mean, put that I'd in. make an exception for if, if I was, you know, to appear on an episode of Grub Buds. Exceptions can be made, you know. I'm, I'm helping my buddy out here. We've got a few but, We've got a few episodes laid out coming up. We've got some good ones coming up, so you, I mean, might have you, to, you might have to think about it. You can look at the schedule. Tell me if there's any ones that you want to I mean, at the very least, I'm, I will definitely be giving up soda, like I said. 
So. Oh, really? You're going to do soda and fast food? Well, I, I kind of just, you know, generally slam those two together. Jesus Christ. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's, that's, I think, a big thing that I learned when I decreased my fast food intake is that when you decrease fast food, it's so easy to decrease soda because, you know, you're not going to stop at the store and buy a soda. I, I don't buy, so, like, I don't buy 12 packs of soda or anything. I don't bring that in yeah, my I house don't, because I don't I'll fucking, I'll fucking slam them. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it, you know, I'll, I'll buy a, a, you know, and as, as cost, as cost ineffective as it is, it's health effective. I understand right. all of a sudden I became an adult and I'm like, oh, that's why people buy the little cans of soda is because it helps you not drink as much soda. As <laughs> yeah, opposed, right. I was like, that's so stupid. Who would ever buy those cans? It's they're more, they cost. And then you, and then you become an adult. You're like, oh, it's because and it's also soda is bad for you. Cost more because it, because it makes you not want to buy it. It's like, yeah. oh, right. So, uh, so I will be giving up soda. Owen will be giving up yeah. fa- fast food and, uh, in a way, soda just by proxy. Uh, right. Not, not too bad. Uh, my again, my top five was drinking, smoking, chocolate, meat, and pop, or soda, or soda pop, or Coke, or whatever you call it. Coke, calling it Coke is so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the worst that. one. That'll be my pop culture minute. We'll talk about it. <laughs> just right now. Just go right into it. All right. Well, before we do that, uh, uh, a few shout-outs. Of course, uh, that is that has been Owen, Domination 7, Dom. Owen, even though I called you Domination 7, Owen, where can we find you? Believe it or not, you can find me on Twitch at Domination 7 and Twitter at Domination 7. That's D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I'm going to pass it off to you and the sexiest design team on Twitch. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, of course, I have been uh, Truman Steen, the Steen Machine. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter by that name, S-T-E-E-H-N-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. We do Dom That's True on 7.30 p.m. Central Time on uh, both our Twitch channels. And I also do a food podcast on Mondays called Grub Buds. Also, uh, we aim for 7.30 p.m. Central Time. It's normally 7.45 p.m. Central Time on Monday nights. We review... Uh, popular fast food items and uh you know weird weird things like that and we also talk about weird news while we do it uh other than that i think i stream friday saturday sunday if you guys want to watch you know we do we just have a lot of fun over the weekends but yes sir uh that being said let's get into pop culture minutes uh oh and i'm gonna talk about why uh i'm gonna rank how people call the sugary drink that has fizz in it uh Ah, yes the carbonated sugary beverage uh, at number one, uh, you know, it's, it's really a tie here. I think you could call anything along these lines, uh, is, uh, I think soda and pop are both very reasonable things. I really don't yep. care. Uh, we, we grew up in Kansas city and Kansas city is a weird mesh of kind of all you of it. You say both, you say both mm-hmm. depending on where your parents are from. <laughs> yeah. If you ever look at those like New York times maps where they can tell you exactly where you're from based on your dialect. If you look at the soda one, if you're look at like Kansas city and things like that, it's like, a weird hodgepodge of all the terms. Like, yeah, it's like white and blue. It's like purple because it gets like, it, it gets all the weird ones. It gets like, People even say Coke sometimes in, mm-hmm. yeah. in up here, right? And but you definitely get, you know, the bigger two being soda and pop, for sure. Yeah. So I would say one tied at one soda and pop. Either either one, whichever one you want to say is fine by me. Uh, kind of a one one B. Uh, I'll think you're a child or like an old person if you say soda pop. Can I get a soda pop? That'll be a, a little different. Uh, 
I think that one's kind of uh, a little sillier, a little more playful, a little more innocent. Uh, and absolute dog shit last is Coke. That's so stupid. <laughs> saying I want a Coke is, and then having the, them to say ask what kind is so dumb. Just don't. That's it's just not worth it. And and maybe it's okay in like I'll give you a pass in like Atlanta. That's fine because Coke is <laughs> manufactured there. That's fine. Uh, other than that, I think it's stupid. I think it's like when people add the R to wash, or to when they when they say oh, wash instead of dumb. wash. Or things yeah. like that. It's like, or Crick. Crick makes more sense than Warsh. But Warsh and Coke and kind of Crick are all in the same lines. It's like, you know it's not right. There are some things where it's like, okay, I see you, you left the G. You said, you said hanging. Or, you know, instead of hanging. You know, and things like that. But, or, you know, I'm just, I'm driving. You know, I'm, instead of, I'm driving. You know, you, you lose the G sometimes. Sure. Adding the R, at switching noun, switching vowels, switching the entire word just because <laughs> a brand dominated you or whatever is is dumb. It's not. It's like Kleenex is one of those things where pretty much all tissues are Kleenex, but that's different. Coke is saying Coke is dumb. I'm over it. Uh, that's my pop culture minute. Stop well, saying Coke. Stop saying Warsh. Crick yeah, is yeah, is fine, but it's on the way out. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on you just to solidify your point. Uh, there's not they don't make flavors of Kleenex. That's true. They don't true. make flavors of tissue. They're all right. soft for your face. Right. They should be. If I say give me a Coke, and I, hey man, give me a Coca Cola, and you hand me a Mountain Dew Voltage, that's right. not even in the same realm. Okay, but moving on to mine, I'm gonna talk about shitty drivers, Truman. Um, it's it's snowy, it's cold, the roads are icy, Truman. When it's pouring down snow. Uh, how fast are you going, buddy? Uh, you're from the Midwest where mostly most of the people, thank God, are road conscious for mm -hmm, the most part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, in Kansas City, when it's, when it's you know, 20 degrees out, big snow, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people going, you know, 45, sometimes 50, but mm -hmm. mainly, you know, around 40 to 45 miles an hour. Heard about a tragedy, Truman, in, in, in Houston. I mean, or was it outside of Dallas? The 100-car pileup? Oh, uh, Jesus. I heard for someone uh, online that people were driving 70 with the, you know, the inch to two inches of snow. People, you know, still speeding. Stop doing that, guys. It's it's literally a matter of life and death. Please try to drive safer in the snow. Um, I know that, you know, when the roads are clear and there's snow on the ground outside the road, that's fine. But if the road even seems a little bit, you know, damp, when it's this cold, it's ice, and you got to start driving a little bit slower. Uh, I had somebody almost hit me the other day, uh, almost spun my car because they didn't see me. Somehow, we were the only two cars on the road, and I was passing them because they were going, uh, and that's too slow for a 45-mile-an-hour road. I get safety, but, you know, it's a two-end run. I'm going to pass you on the other one. Sure. Uh, and then they, like, almost cut me off and made me crash. I don't know why. Uh but just try to, you know, drive safer. It it never hurts to check your, your mirrors. Clean your mirrors before you drive. I know a lot of mm -hmm, people park mm -hmm, outside, don't mm -hmm, have a garage. Mm -hmm. Worth it to clean your mirrors, check your mirrors. Just just try to be a little bit safer, guys. That's all, that's all yeah. I got. And do check your engines and stuff when it gets really cold like this. Check your wheel wells. Check your engines just in case. Give it a little knock, a little a little tap-tap. 
uh, critters and like cats and stuff like that uh, are kind of flock to your engine's warmth or your car or your car tires warmth. So it's always worth it to check, you know, not only to save an animal's life, uh, but to also maybe not mess up your car because it's just so cold outside that uh, things will hide inside your car cavities. Yep. And uh, yeah, but yeah, oh, and I, I, I talked about that on Twitter today. Somebody was talking about that where people just act like rules don't exist when, when, when driving in snow. We talked about how people will just fly through stoplights and it's like, it's like just plan for stoplights better. It's like, I get that you shouldn't have to slam on your brakes to stop for a red light in the snow. That's fine. But there's absolutely no reason for you not to plan for a stoplight a little better or be going slow enough that if it, that you should be able to stop, you should always be able to stop at a distance and you and if and if you are driving so fast that you cannot stop at a normal distance for the light like you normally can then you are driving too fast that is a that is right. a telltale sign uh but i think that's it i think that's it for me i think that's a, I yeah, think that's a great good. point to leave it uh i appreciate everybody uh tuning in i appreciate you being here if you made it this far in the podcast we will see you uh next week hopefully to talk a little bit uh a little bit more about a little health and a little more hockey and hopefully some better driving and some better weather. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you guys then.